Hello, welcome to Stories for Wonderful Children. I'm Dan Wendelin, your host and storyteller. For years, I improvised a new bedtime story for my children every night. Now, we would like to share the recordings of the best of those stories with you. I hope you enjoy my stories for wonderful children. there was an extremely foolish duck. And this foolish duck was named Edward. Edward? Correct. That's what I thought it was something. And he called himself Dwardy? No, he really didn't, actually. But what he did do was all sorts of other foolish things. He would try to go swimming when the pond was mostly frozen over. He would... Yes. He would fly low over foxes just to see how close he could get without getting caught. He would quack for no good reason. Everybody would be sitting around. Just because he was a foolish duck. Anything. He'd quack at his own shadow. One day, Edward had been laying around trying to think of something to do. And he realized that it had been quite some time since he'd seen his mommy. And so he decided to fly over to the pond to the west where his mommy lived and visit her. Well, being a very foolish duck, Edward decided to take his mommy a gift. And for some reason, he decided that the perfect gift to take for his mommy would be a muddy rock. What ducks usually give them gifts? I don't know. Fish, plants, tasty things. Food, usually. So Edward picked up the muddy rock in his beak. He actually searched through a large number of muddy rocks. The first one that he picked up was really too big to fly with. So he had to put that one down. Then he found another one that he thought was about the right size, but it just wasn't muddy enough. And so he had to keep looking. And eventually he came across one that was both muddy and about the right size. And he flew up with it. Well. Did he taste the mud? He did. Ew. Yeah. Was it yuck? Yeah, pretty much. As he was flying towards this other pond where his mother lived, he saw a fox. And Edward dearly loved to swoop down and see how close he could get to foxes. And so he began to swoop down towards the fox. But as he swooped down towards the fox, he noticed that the fox was moving very slowly and close to the ground as if he was stalking something, trying to catch something. And as Edward swooped even closer, he saw that the thing that the fox was stalking was his mother. And so Edward opened his mouth to quack out a warning. And when he opened his mouth, that stone flew out and it clocked the fox right on the head. And the fox went, and went yelping off into the woods. And his mother looked up and saw what had happened. She said, oh, Edward, you saved me. How on earth did you run off that terrible fox? And Edward, being foolish duck, 
instead of just telling his mommy what had happened, made up a story. He said, well, I have this extra powerful secret quack, and when I use it, it makes foxes run away. And his mother said, oh, you must teach me this quack, Edward. And so he made it up right there on the spot. It went, call quack. And so his mother tried it. And she said, well, this is so useful. Let's go over to all my friends. And so she took him around to the pond, to every single duck nest around the pond. And at every nest, Edward had to teach all the ducks there the quack sound. And then he visited with his mother for a little while. And he flew back to his own pond with an uneasy feeling that perhaps he had done something even more foolish than usual. For telling well, his mom a lie. Yeah. And everybody else in the pond. And the very next day, that lie came home to roost, so to speak, because his mother arrived and she said, you wouldn't believe it. The Mallard family last night all got eaten by a fox. And the ducks in the nest nearby heard them using your special quack and it didn't help. And Edward, at that point, if he had been a less foolish duck, would have perhaps said, well, I'm sorry, I don't know what could have gone, I, I, I don't know what got into me, I don't know any special quack, I dropped a uh, rock on the fox's head, and that's what made him run away. But no, Edward at that point felt like he couldn't tell the truth, because he had already told such a big lie, and had gotten other ducks eaten by a fox. And so Edward said, well, they must not have been doing it right. And his mother said, well, we don't want to see anyone else eaten. So you just come right back on over to the pond today and you make sure we're all doing it right. So Edward sighed. And he said, well, I'll be over in a few minutes, Mom. And he sat there thinking for a few minutes about how he had lied and lied again and about how now he was going to continue that lie with another day of lying about his special quack. And he flew along through the forest, and he saw a fox. And then he noticed that it wasn't just one fox, it was several foxes. And he swooped low, and he could hear the foxes talking. And the, one of the foxes was saying, yeah, these ducks at this pond think they've got some special quack. And they don't run away, so now they're easy pickings. Come on, tonight we're going to go eat all the ducks in that pond. And then Edward knew. Edward knew that his lie had gotten too big for him, and that there was only one way to deal with it. So he flew straight to the pond and he told his mommy that he had not told the truth. And he felt terrible. And she looked at him with such a sad look on her face. And it made him feel so icky. But she said, I am glad that you told me, Edward. And then she went around and she told all the other ducks. And they were about halfway around the pond. She stopped when they were between two duck nests and she said, Edward, if you don't know a special quack, how did you get rid of that fox that was going to try to catch me? And then Edward told her the real story about how the story that he felt sort of a little silly about now because he realized what a foolish present a muddy rock had been, about how he had been carrying a muddy rock in his beak, and about how he had dropped it and dropped it right onto the fox's head. And his mother said, Edward, you're brilliant. And he said, I am. And she said, yes, this is what we have to do if all the foxes are coming to our pond tonight. 
we're going to run them off once and for all. And then they made another full circuit of the pond. And at each nest, Edward had to show them about the right size stone that he had gotten before and had to tell them the real story. And they had all looked at him with a look that he knew meant that they weren't really sure that they trusted him and thought that perhaps he was just telling them another story. But that night when the foxes arrived at the pond, they found the ducks, many ducks, asleep in their nests. And just as the foxes were starting to move in, they heard a rush of wings above them. And then every fox felt one or two or three heavy little rocks coming right down on their head or their back. And they went, and they went yipping off into the woods, having no idea what it was that was attacking them with such terrible little pains. But the word spread among the foxes, and from that day on, they left that pond alone because they knew there was something from above that guarded it very well. But even more valuable than the lesson that the foxes learned that night was the lesson that Edward learned, which is that the most foolish thing that a foolish duck can do is to lie. Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. I created today's show, but questions and running commentary were supplied by my children. The theme music was created by Brandon Thompson, and our wonderful logo was designed by Silas Swindelin. If you know someone who might enjoy the show, please tell them about it. Do you want more stories? You can now subscribe to the show and help pick a new story for me to tell every month. The show's website is storiesforwonderfulchildren.com. Until next time, I'm Dan Wendelin, reminding you to tell someone you love a story.